Street, across from the historic Chicago Theater. This is ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. You're listening to Carmen and Yurka, live from the old National Bank State Street Studio on WMVP WSHE HD2 Chicago, a good karma brand's radio station. Away we go. It's Carmen and Yurka. A little bit more snow falling downtown right now, but uh, it's not really sticking or piling up down here, depending on where you are. They have a few inches to deal with, but the city of Northward looks like it's going to be mostly easy peasy. We're here with you on this hump day, live in the old National Bank State Street studio. If you want to ring us up, please do so. 312-332-3776. Yurko's at Yurko64 on Twitter. That's Yurko with the jam at Carmen DeFalco. Black and Abdallah are here. They'll be on tonight doing their show 6 to 8. They're also with us on the other side of the glass for the next couple hours. Uh, basketball, football, baseball, and maybe UFOs on the docket today, my friend. Why UFOs? Well, I saw there's another, you know, another one of these pictures and videos and people talking. Well, you've and you got a- U.S. jets chasing down what looks like some sort of round object. You see that? The orb? Yeah. They're calling it the orb? The, the Mosul orb, they call it, because the video was from over northern Iraq in 2016, 2019, maybe? And it's flying alongside a spy plane and a little... Little metallic ball, got everybody going. I, it, it sucks me in, York. I, I don't think I believe in UFOs, but it sucks me in. I, I get fascinated. You know, yeah. I'm fascinated by the universe and our, right. our place in it, and the size and scope of the universe, and what's really going on, and what else is out there, and who else is out there, and With all the crap. I get sucked in, York. And, lies, I and all the other stuff. I, I don't believe anything I see anymore. It's either. hard. It's very hard. You, you can't. So. You know, I think it all could be fixed. It all could be yeah. shot someplace. It all could be this and that. No, yeah, I, I don't believe a thing. Anything anybody says could it, all be staged. That skeptic, all the lies over the last yeah. handful of years. Uh, uh-uh. uh, yeah, I'm fine. I'll be my healthy skeptic that I've always been. Well, I don't believe a thing anybody says. I do love debating whether you know we think someone else has visited visited us or not. I do love engaging in those debates. I'm kind of with you, though. Like, anything can be... Like, I'm skeptical anything that the Dallas Cowboy fan... Yeah. yeah. The Dallas Cowboy fan that brings his TV outside and runs it over with his truck, I'm skeptical. Like, that's probably a TV he yeah. was throwing away. Yeah. That's an old TV. It's a broken TV. It was in the garbage. I'm skeptical. Yeah. Like, no right-minded person <laughs> takes his TV off the wall... Takes it outside because his football team lost and backs yeah. over with his truck. Yes. You know, so, like, I'm, I'm kind of with you, but at the same time, I read it. I'm fascinated by it. And, uh, yeah, I don't know, maybe we'll uh, touch on it a little bit later on. But there's a lot to cover. We got more on Aaron Rodgers and where he potentially may go, if anywhere at all. And he spoke with McAfee yesterday. I want to play that in a little bit. Awards finalists for the NFL. I want to throw some of those at you. Um, and see what you think about who ultimately should win and if they got the finalists right or not. Congrats to Scott Rowland for getting into the Hall of Fame. We're glad somebody else will join yeah, Fred McGriff. Dog. I think Scott Rowland is a very deserving uh, person to go into baseball's Hall of Fame. I think he was a fabulous player. You know, lined up next to Barry Bonds or Alex Rodriguez, he doesn't come close. And as we lamented yesterday, the writers for some reason. I guess I understand their reasoning. I don't understand it. I know what they say is their reasoning. I don't understand it one bit. I have decided not to allow these players' uh, entrance into baseball's hallowed Hall of Fame. Uh, Scott Rowland compared to Alex Rodriguez is, you know, please. You might as well be comparing 
I, I don't know. You might as well be comparing me. I, it's ridiculous, you know, uh, as, as, as deserving as I think Scott Rowland is on merit alone and on who was a better baseball player when you put uh, Barry Bonds and Alex Rodriguez and then you put Scott Rowland. I think we know uh, who the better baseball players were. But, okay, at least somebody's going, and it'll be a two-man celebration in Cooperstown later this summer. But this well, is baseball's problem. It might problem. be a little bit better. It's baseball's biggest problem. Yeah. It just is. I mean, it's stuff like this that makes baseball uh, old, tired, and, yeah. and I love it. It's a sport I love. They don't have to worry about me, but uh, you want to know why younger generations don't get into baseball? Please, give me a break. I mean, it's all there for you. Do something about it. Um, you want to hear Aaron Rodgers from yeah, Pat McAfee yesterday? Yeah, put him on. I do, I'm not going to put. I don't have Aaron Rodgers. Well, like, you asked me if online. I care or not. I know. I, I it doesn't matter to me. We're gonna we're gonna listen to it and then we're gonna talk about it. You made it sound like he's sitting on hold. Yeah, I'd love to be able to pull Aaron Rodgers. Well, we did uh, before. I get him on the phone. We did before. When we never had Aaron. Oh Rodgers yes, on. we did. We did. His third or fourth year, he was in the league. It was after Brett left, and he said, "I don't want to talk about Brett." It was in the preseason. He goes, the, the one thing he goes, don't ask me questions about Brett. No, come on. How am I not remembering this? Yep. We had Brett, I mean, we had uh, Aaron Rodgers 2010, 2011. You hooked that up? About, uh, yeah. Yeah. Jeez. Called the PR people. I said, listen, we won't ask him a question about Brett. We want to talk to the guy. And we didn't? We didn't ask any questions about Brett? We didn't ask Brett? any questions about Brett. Normally, we don't do that. We don't allow caveats to be put in. We accepted that? I'm we, surprised. Yeah, we accepted that. We didn't have any problem because it was going to be Aaron Rodgers, the starting quarterback for the Green Bay Packers. Damn, dude. Was he good? I don't even remember. He was okay. He was young. He, he was, was young. a couple years in the league. Well, if it was 2011. It was fourth year. It was his fourth year. That year they would go to the so Super Bowl and win it. I think 2010 or 2011. It was one of those years. Wow. Here's Rodgers on the $60 million he's owed. He's talking to Pat McAfee on his weekly show. Yeah, it's a lot of money. I don't think there'd be a scenario where I'd come back and that would be the number. I think it, it would definitely, definitely things would have to shift. Yeah. Why do sure. you think that? Well, I just don't think it's, uh, you know, I think there's a lot of teams because of COVID that are strapped. And you're seeing us a lot of different contracts. They're pushing more money out uh, in in, uh, in deals. They're creating you know certain kind of void years uh, to allow for the um, an easier cap hit. So there you know there would have to be some adjustments for sure. I don't know if he's talking about uh, going somewhere else, staying with Green Bay, or what kind of adjustments going to be necessary for which team. But I don't know. Three weeks ago, I would have thought there's no possible way. And now it seems like as we are educated more and more on the financial details and some of the nuance of the contract, maybe there is an out for them and an opportunity for them to trade Aaron Rodgers. One thing Adam Schefter said yesterday is that they probably will look to trade him, not probably, almost definitively, it sounds like, trade him to an AFC team if they could. This was Rodgers. Uh, this, excuse me, was Adam Schefter on SportsCenter yesterday. The big one could involve... Aaron Rodgers. And look, it's hard to imagine that he's going to retire and walk away and surrender $110 million in guaranteed money. So that means he's either back with Green Bay or the team explores the idea of trading him. Now, Jordan Love is getting closer and closer to playing, and Aaron Rodgers is due $110 million the next two years for a team that is not well positioned against the cap. The easiest way to resolve some of that would be with the quarterback, you'd free up about $60 million in guaranteed money. You get back draft pick compensation. You have the ability to land other players. Again, not ideal, but keep this in mind, too. We saw Brett Favre traded when he was 38, turned 39 that season. Aaron Rodgers is 39. It doesn't go on for everybody. And, yes, one of these scenarios that the Green Bay Packers are expected to explore this offseason is the idea 
that they could have to part ways with Aaron Rodgers in the form of a trade. Doesn't mean it will happen, but if he wants that and they're on the same page, then that's certainly realistic and there's the possibility that could unfold this offseason. Which feels so crazy considering they just signed him last year to a three-year deal, right? All he needs to do is be coached. Yeah, Her- Herm said the conference thing, and I think that's important because I don't think there's any way the Packers will trade him in the NFC, mm. and if they do go ahead and trade him, it would be to the AFC. So start having all the fun you want with all the teams in the <laughs> AFC that need quarterbacks. When you start putting uh, like caveats on things like that, though, or uh, when you start limiting the pool of teams you can deal with, we often think it's foolish. I mean, I know you might not want to get burned in your conference by Aaron Rodgers, but you might maximize your return if you open it up to everybody, right, Yerk? Yeah. Uh, the biggest mistake the Packers made when they traded Brett Favre was they didn't trade him to Minnesota where they could have got more of a draft haul. They pulled that move with, uh, they did with the Jets. Good. They sent him to the Jets. Yeah, Wouldn't it be funny if Rodgers goes to the Jets, too? Two years later, he ends up in Minnesota. Right. And Minnesota plays in the NFC Championship game. Right. And he so, threw a pick. Yeah. Well, he threw a pick, but he got them He'd, there. Oh, he was great. He was I, great I mean, that first year. he got them on the cusp. The he second was. year, it wasn't as good, no. and it didn't end as well. It was great that first year. Yeah, right. that first year was absolutely fantastic for him. Yeah. And the two years prior, it could have been really helped the Minnesota Vikings. He could have really done something. So, yeah, you should go ahead and open it up to everybody. Well, if you I can. would. I mean, what'd they get? Was it a second-round pick? Boy, for Brett? From New York Jets, or was it two seconds for for Brett Favre? I don't even remember, but I'll look it yeah, up real but that, quick. But that's, that, I mean, that's what you were looking at. But you didn't get a first-round pick for Brett Favre? Well, to me, that was silly, even at the age. If, he had three great years or three good years. You'd have to think they'll get a first-round pick for Aaron Rodgers, right? I mean, Well, you, you would think they would, but that's the point, though. When you limit the field mm-hmm. on where you're going to send a guy, uh, you look at what Denver uh, had to give up to get... The quarterback from Seattle. A, they gave up a lot. Right? They gave up a lot. Russell Wilson. They gave up a lot, but he's 30. He's not 39. Right. So you're not going to give up as much because of his age and the fact that he's only got probably two or three years left in him. Right? So you don't have to give up probably as much, but if you limit it to three, four teams in the AFC and that's the only pool you're going to have, that's a problem. Why ignore all the NFC teams? Favre was traded for a conditional fourth-round pick. <laughs> That's not what you'd expect. I thought it was a second-rounder. Maybe not. Conditional fourth-round pick with performance escalation. Could somehow a fourth turn into a second? I don't know. It's, I'm just reading off of the Wikipedia page from when the trade happened in uh, late, uh, I'm sorry, uh, August of 2008. He was traded uh, after dealing after negotiations with Tampa and the Jets. The Packers traded Favre to the Jets on August 7th. 2008 in exchange for a conditional fourth round pick in the 09 NFL draft with performance escalation. It doesn't, unless it says it somewhere else in here as you go through it, you're no, like, I, I you. don't know what whatever happened. I but can look whatever happened to that pick. It's my point then. Yeah, right. That's 100% right. my point. Right. Take a look at that. What they end up, all of a sudden now for a 39 year old guy, you're going to give up a first round pick? Why? Well. Especially if you know they have to trade him. Yeah, and you're the guys now that have to, you know, he's going to hurt Green Bay. He's already hurting Green Bay. Mm -hmm. And now you're going to bring him in, he's going to want to get paid $40 million. Well, you got to pay him that money, yeah. Well, that's my point. He's not walking away from $110 million, right? I agree with Schefter on that. That's a a lot of money. That's an (laughs) easy That's a hard thing to walk away from. I don't care how much money you have. Yeah, I don't care how much you've made. It's still hard to walk away from. You got $110 million in guarantees coming your way. 
that's a really hard thing to walk away from. Greg is in Third Lake on ESPN 1000. Hey, Greg. Hey, guys. I uh, was listening to your stepsister station. Jason Wilde thought that Alan Lazard is someone the Bears should go after. Just wanted to know what you guys thought. We've got enough fourth wide receivers. Yeah, yeah I don't know, Greg. Yeah, I don't. I, I, I they, we've got enough fourth wide receivers. What we're looking for is ones <laughs> and twos. That's what we're looking Lizard for. Lazard might be a two in fairness. No, 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 no. Alan Lazard is a four, three or a four, three at best. Four. No, he's got to be better than a four, York. No. I said three or four, Carm. But that's where I've got him at. I, I do feel like the Bears need to set their sights higher, and I don't know that you can accomplish that in this free agent class with wide receiver. I think you're going to have to do a lot of that work in the draft, like to find a star. But to be chasing Alan Lazard, I don't Lazard's know. Lazard's never had his best season was this past year, 788 yeah, yards. Rico might be right. Six touchdowns. Last year he had less yards but more touchdowns. The year before that, in 2019 and 2020, he had three touchdowns and three touchdowns. Well, he's never even had 800 yards receiving in no. a season. Yeah, and he's been out, you know, Adam, I don't know. And, like, That's, think about maybe he is a think about the receivers <laughs> that, like, Rodgers had this past year. Like, yeah. he should have had a lot more. Well, and the he, other two ended up, you know, Dobbs, if he would have played the whole year. Dobbs got hurt. Right, he ends up getting hurt. Think about the way Watson the guy? came on. Think yeah. about the way he came on. Like, that's a one, right? That's, yeah. Well, that's why they took him in the second round. Drops are... Uh, did they grab him in late first or in the I second? Thought, I thought it was Drops second. have been a little bit of an issue. They were early, and it was the knock on him coming out. And all of a sudden, in the second half of the season, it no longer looked like an issue. And he looks like he might be a star. And just on physical ability, you know, certainly he projects as a number one. Um, yeah, I didn't realize Lazard had never even had 800 yards in a season. Now, he's only 27, Alan Lazard, so he's still pretty young. Pick 34, second round, Pick 34. Christian Watson. Thanks, Yerk. Oh, uh, where they got Jordy Nelson. And, uh, Jordy oh, Nelson they're as good and, as anybody. And uh, the other guy that was a very productive receiver for them. That, that well, Devontae was a second round pick, right? right. And, yeah. Uh, I mean, the second round Jordy. is where they've been able to find stud wide like the receivers. Steelers. Like yeah. them and the Steelers, right? Yeah. And the quarterback matters, but like, yeah. Greg they, Jennings was further back. Yeah, 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 he was even Or Donald early. Driver. Donald Driver was late. Jennings might have been fourth early. Round. Donald Driver was later. I think Greg Jennings was a fourth round pick. Yeah, you know, you're right. They've done a masterful job of that. I wish the Bears were as good. Uh, thoughts on Bears free agency, Bears offseason, we continue to discuss pretty much on a daily basis, and why not? Mel Kuyper's got his mock draft up, a, a brand new one, so we'll read you some of that coming up next. 312-332-3776 if you've got a thought or you want to join us. It's Carmen and Yurko. We'll be right back. Chicago's home for sports on Instagram at ESPN underscore Chicago. Carmen and Yurko are back. No, no, no. This is ESPN Chicago, Chicago's home for sports. No. All right, we've got a mock draft, Yurko. Oh, let the fun begin. What is this, Mock Draft 1.0? Which Mock Draft is this I think this, this from is 1.0 for Mel. Numero uno? Numero uno. Mock Draft, remember, only 31 picks. Miami uh, surrendered a first-round pick. So 31 picks will comprise the first round in Kansas City at the end of April. Bears picking first as of now. Now, Mel doesn't have any, like, trade-out scenarios yet. I think McShay does that a little bit later on in the spring, late right, winter, right. early spring. Well, you got to do it. like the trade back stuff. You have to do it, I believe, after free agency. 
Yeah, you kind of have to because wait. Because then yeah. you recognize really what you need. Yeah, so anything point. before that, I think, is silly. You shouldn't do it until April 1st would be the I earliest know, I the, would do it. The weird thing is Mel writes that he toyed with the notion of creating a trade-back scenario. Yeah, I here. thought long and hard about a trade. You know, so Mel's got the Bears staying at one in his first mock draft. Again, I think this is his first mock draft. Um, forgive me if it, if it isn't. He might have done one even right when the college season ended. I don't know. Uh, Chicago Bears, number one overall, Jalen Carter, defensive tackle out of Georgia. Mel writes, I thought long and hard about a trade here with the Colts, Raiders, and Panthers as they top candidates to move up for a quarterback. And if I'm Chicago GM Ryan Poles, and I can move down a few spots, add premium picks, and still get my choice of the best defensive prospects, I'd make a deal. I think we all think that's going to happen. It takes two teams to make a trade, however, and that's never a guarantee. For now, let's stick with the Bears keeping this pick. Chicago's roster needs help from top to bottom. Oh, does it ever, Mel. But its defense was particularly dreadful in 2022, ranking last in the league in sacks, 20, and points allowed Per game, 27.2. It has to be D all the way for whatever the Bears make their top selection. Carter, an explosive interior pass rusher and run stuffer, gets the nod over Alabama edge rusher Will Anderson on my big board. He's the best player in the draft. A day one starter in the middle of this defense. What what say you? Yeah, that's it. Jalen Carter. Whether you went with him or you went with uh, the pass rusher, Will Anderson, I think you're going to be in pretty good shape. I think if three technique can be, uh, you know, disruptive, a three technique can get the quarterback and be very disruptive mm-hmm. in a Warren Sap like way. Yeah, you know, that, and if that's what you need and that's what you're looking for, then that will be your pick. It'll be Jalen Carter. If you want somebody more that's willing to come off the edge, and you think that's where you can go ahead and, and attack, then you'll take Will Anderson. Either one of the two. I'd like to see people move up and you get I more too. draft equity, so that's what we're all going to be hoping for. He's got Houston taking C.J. Stroud. So right. the first quarterback off the board, Mel's got C.J. Stroud. He told us a month ago or so that he thought Will Levis would be the first quarterback. Yes, so a lot did. of this is... Uh, ooh, excuse me. Ooh. It's in work. You're, okay there? Me. Nice little burp there. Wow. Yeah. Oh, geez. A lot of this is fluid. Yeah. Um, He's got C.J. Stroud going two to Houston. He's got Will Anderson going three to Arizona. And then he's got Indy maybe getting its guy with Bryce Young going fourth to the Colts. He then has Will Levis going fifth to Seattle. Maybe they franchise Geno for a year or get some sort of like short-term deal done where Geno can be like – Kind of help bring Will Levis along right. or something no. like like the bridge I, I in under, a sense. I understand what you're saying. You yes. know, uh, he's got Tyree Wilson, the defensive end out of Texas Tech, going six to the Lions. He's got the Lions taking another the defensive big tackle. Player. The big tackle going to the Raiders. And then look Skaronsky. at the first tackle off the board. The first offensive lineman off the board, Pete Skaronsky. We've talked about a lot from Northwestern to the Raiders. He's got Miles Murphy, one of the big beefy guys from that Clemson D line. Uh, Murphy mostly plays out on the edge. This there, is a little bit of eight. a surprise. This is a shocker. I, I mean, I would be stunned. Stunned. Anthony Richardson from Florida, uh, nine overall to Carolina. Boy, if Carolina thinks that's the answer, wow. I don't know. I don't see it with Anthony First thing Richardson. Mel says, let's get this out of the way now. I wouldn't play him in year one. Wow. He needs time to develop. But that's, that's Malik Willis. Yeah. Uh, like, just no way, no how. Look at who number 10 is, though. And remember when I looked at all the defensive tackles, what did I say? This guy was like the seventh or eighth ranked defensive tackle. I took a look at him, 
And I said, he's got a lot of Aaron Donald in him, but he's not as big. Same school. They're doing yeah. something right. There's something in the water in That's Pittsburgh. why I kept looking to see who the coaches are Kalijah Cansey, right? Is that how you say his That's name? That's it, Kalijah Cansey. He's got uh, Kalijah Cansey defensive tackle going to the Eagles. Of course, that is a move up for the Eagles via New Orleans to deal with them. I mean, that could be a nice replacement for Fletcher Cox, who's yeah. long in the tooth and not nearly as dominant Cansey's as he once was. 2022 tape is extremely impressive, says Mel. Wow. I moved him way up my big board. Way up the big board. 13 and a half sacks from the interior in the last two years. Led the country. And remember what I said about Aaron Donald back in the day. I said Aaron Donald doesn't like to be blocked. He said he's violent and he doesn't like to be blocked. He's similar. Yeah? In a certain way, but I felt like Aaron Donald was stronger coming out of college. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. More of a pistol. But he's got a little bit of room to grow, but they're very similar size-wise. You know, he's it, a six foot two hundred eight pounds. Six foot two eighty. Watch six some six film two. on him. Yeah, I think you like what you see. Why don't they've you... actually got another guy in that Pittsburgh team that plays defensive tackle? That's a single digit guy because yeah. he wears a single digit in college. Yeah, that the both of them when you watch are both pretty damn good. Why don't you uh, do a little side by side comparison for uh, all of our listeners, if you can, at some point here? With Kalaji Kansi and with uh, and the, with Jalen Carter. Jalen Carter, like really break down both two and, different body types. Yeah, for sure, right okay. off the bat. That's right off the bat. Yeah, but watch them on tape and like see. John Randall and and Warren Sapp were different body types. One hundred percent, both equally effective, but different 100%. body. Types. I see what you're saying. Yeah, uh, Sapp was the squatty wide. Right and Randall yeah, but looked big. like he was a big body. He was a big body guy. Very you know? big, big trunk. Big, yeah. you know, uh, uh, but like Keister, big legs. And wide. Yeah, and and Randall was like a specimen. You know, you right, kind of look short. At him, you're like, he was short in stature and size. Okay, was Randall short? Uh, yeah, I, was he short? How, how tall was John Randall? Six one. Okay, I, I would have thought he was six, like six one. three. Okay, he was not. Boy, but he was, he was impressive not. physically, wasn't yes, he? I mean, he, he was. was. Like leaner and strong. Yeah. Thick. Yeah. His muscles were yeah. of a, a, a tremendous muscular structure. But when you say their bodies are different, I can picture, I yeah. know what you mean. Because, like, you can put the two side by side. And, and like, yeah, Warren, they're... Warren's six three and a half. Man. Sap I... was tall. I would have thought yeah. um, John Randall was a little taller than that. Um, so, I'd like you to compare both. I will. And just see the tape and see who you think well, might be better in the fact that Kaiper's got level. him flying all the way up there, and he must have got some insight from some NFL people that were saying they really like mm. what Kansi did. Now there's going to be a you know you could I could argue that this is overlove because of Aaron Donald. Mm-hmm. If I wanted to argue it, like mm-hmm. I had him seventh, I thought he, he I didn't have him. They had him seventh or eighth earlier on. Mm-hmm. Maybe I could move him up, you know, to a certain spot. This might be a little bit of overlove and overreach. Interesting. With Cansey, maybe Cansey's a second rounder, you know, late second round, early, you know, middle second round. This move right here, I mean, this is uh, dramatic. Huge. This is like you missed on him his junior yeah, year. Right. You know, when you say, okay, well, he's in the top 10, it's like you missed on him. And all of a sudden this year, you say, oh, let me take a look at that guy. Oh, he's fantastic. Adams and Wheaton on ESPN 1000 with Carmen in New York. Hey, Adam. Hey, guys. I uh, love your show. Thank you. Thank you. ESPN. Thank you. By far. Thank you. So, so this may be a little far-fetched, but remember that scene in Moneyball when they were trying to get Rincon and they were making <laughs> all these phone calls? Yeah. Why don't they get Carter at one, make a whole bunch of moves, move into the top five or top four, and mm. get Anderson as well? Mm. Ooh, the double dip. 
But how are they going to – I don't know. Here's the hard part about that to me, Adam. Like, well, if you think Will Anderson's a stud, you take next year's number one and you trade it for Will Anderson. Should you do that, though? I, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm, all, I'm going along with Adam's scenario. Adam, with all they need, should they be packaging some of their very important draft capital and moving up? I don't know. I mean, it doesn't seem like Poles I, views the draft that way. I, w- I would – I mean, if you're so defensive – minded and you need the players and these are the top two guys that would bolster your defense we're all thinking imagine having one Mm. what if we got both of them it's one of those it's adam thanks for the call i mean it's like one of those you'd be swinging for the fences and it'd be bold i i don't know if i could i don't know to me the bears should be their singular purpose should be trading back and acquiring even more picks i wouldn't want to start packaging future picks my answer to adam is i'd want to find robert mathis yeah that's what i would do dwight freeney they used the first round pick for right uh dwight freeney was a first round pick yeah i'm I'm almost positive i'd find i'd find robert mathis is what i'd find that's what i'd be looking for i want to say dwight freeney was even fringed into the top 10 Uh, dwight freeney was the 11th overall pick okay there you go Robert Mathis, take boy, James good Carter. question. I yeah. don't even remember. Yeah. Um, let's see, where was he? Fifth round. You're a good call. My point. Thank you. Uh, 123 sacks. There we go. So that's what I'd be looking for. I'd be getting Jalen Carter, then I'd go out and find my Robert Mathis. Who is he? I like it. Some youngster from some team that's been overlooked because they don't like his size. Sure, that's right. There you go. Robs and Berwin on ESPN 1000, and Robert Mathis fit that bill perfectly. Robs and Berwin on ESPN 1000. Hey, Rob. Hey, what's up, guys? You know, Yurko actually just took the the words out of my mouth that, uh, you know, after looking at, you guys probably looked at some of the film, that Jalen Carter is just the beast. You know, the, when you, you know, I understand the defensive end position might be a little bit more valuable, but if you look and compare these players, he's just above and beyond. He, yeah. he, I don't know if you guys noticed, he, you know, he throws around some of these linemen like ragdolls, and these are 300-pound SEC linemen, and he just is that much more better than, than the edge rushers that you got to take that, that, that diamond. And don't, before, un- yeah. uh, and don't underestimate the importance of that three technique inside in this type of defense. You're right about that, Rob. I mean, it is extremely important. I thought Carter played better late in the year. I didn't think he particularly popped so much in the Ohio State game, but for the most part, I thought his last handful of games were better than they were a little bit earlier in the season. We'll continue to discuss and debate this. Uh, we we keep reminding everyone too, and none you don't you guys don't need reminders. I mean, but like sometimes when you see the data or you hear it, it does make your head go like, "Wow, they were that bad." The Bears' defense really does need a lot of help and a lot of work. I and mean, we all love offense, and offense is so important. Front seven. Their front seven, the front seven need help. Was so incredibly bad in yeah. the back half of the Especially, season. Yeah, when they got rid of Roquan and they got rid of Khalil Mack, that's when they, they or Robert Quinn. Yeah, they got rid of Robert Quinn and what? And Robert Quinn wasn't productive early on. Yeah, but he was still you know uh, uh, an above average player for you on that defense. The defense does need a lot of work. Like uh, offense rules the day in football. We all know that. We talk about it all the time. All the numbers bear that out. You look at the final four teams. What we always say is, you, you know, you, you got to – ideally you want both of your units to be in the top ten, but the Bears' defense is going to have to get exponentially better in the years to come if they're going to be competitive. Uh, you can't pair even a great offense with that defense and expect to be in a lot of games. It was just that bad. I, I You know, we talked about this a few weeks ago. I tweeted the graph. I can tweet it again for everybody. When you see it, when you see just how far of an outlier the Bears were in terms of EPA per play on defense – compared to the rest of the league over like the final 10 weeks of the season, 
I mean, it's staggering and it's scary. You got a lot of work to do. 312 332 ESPN is the number. We'll be right back. Chicago's home for sports on Twitch at ESPN 1000 Chicago. Carmen and Yurko are back. This is Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago. Don't forget to hang out with us Friday out and about to wrap the week on a football Friday, getting ready for the NFC and AFC title games. We will be at 93 Octane Brewery in St. Charles at the Pride Stores. You can buy our Whistle Pig 10-year single barrel pick for the very first time. They're going to be on sale Friday across the uh, Chicagoland area at select Pride Store locations. But if you come by and see us and buy a bottle at that location, I think they're knocking 10 bucks off the uh, final retail price for you. The Pride Stores will be auctioning off a bottle of Boss Hog Whistle Pig, which is an incredibly valuable and rare... Raffling? You said auctioning, raffling Um, off... Either I, what's the difference? Uh, no, 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 there is a difference. You're yeah, right. There's much but, difference. Uh, I think raffling. they're raffling yeah. off. Yes. Uh, so passing yeah. out tickets and choosing a winning ticket. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. sort of thing. That kind yes. of thing. Yeah, yes. you can. You have a chance to win like a, a bottle, door, like a door prize. Yes. Is that what they do? It's it's a hell of a door prize. One hell of a door prize. A bottle of Boss Hog. Four dollar drafts on some of their beers. Yes, yes. Uh, their beer that they brew right there at Night right. It's just going to be a fun party. It's going to yeah. be a great way to wrap the week. And get ready for Championship Sunday and the weekend ahead. Right. So 93 Octane with Yerk and me this Friday in St. Charles. We'll be there noon to 2. I'll be there by 10. We'll tape odds couple. Um, so anytime, come by, say hi. We'll be there noon until 2.30 or so. Yeah, we'll have a ball. Friday. You know what today is, by the way? Today it's, is Prince Spaghetti Day. It's not. It is. It's well, Wednesday. Wednesday. Wednesday, Wednesday is, Prince is Prince Spaghetti Day. Yeah. Is today National Hot Dog Day? It is not. It isn't. Is this the, uh, National Take Your Kids to Work Day? Nope. No. Nope. Right. Well, what day here. is it? What day is it? Today... It sounds so good, and I can't partake because I can't have dairy today. I can't have alcohol either. Oh. I'm going for the colonoscopy tomorrow. Yeah. They said no dairy the day before. No dairy. Today, today. is National Irish Coffee Day. Ooh. And Irish coffee is a good Well, you throw coffee, coffee with Jameson's, right? Right here. Isn't that the key? Wow. Keeper's, Keeper's heart. heart, right here. Well, why should why? Tullamore do? Well, I could make. I could do it. Somebody yeah. go get me some coffee. And I'll make Black, Irish it's coffee. good in coffee. I've had it on. A, Dude, listen, yeah. You guys heart should was, be doing this. It was uh, every Saturday. They were a proud sponsor of Chicago's uh, College Tailgate. They were. And we trust me. We add. I added it to my coffee on more than one occasion on a Saturday. I think tonight on Black and Abdallah, they're going to be making Irish coffees in here. I'm not sure. surprised. We uh, go get a little bit of uh, the half and half, and you're set to go with some whipped cream. And I wish I could partake. I with always like to do Irish the, the triple dip, the black coffee with the the Irish whiskey. The keeper's heart, and then pound the Baileys on top. Of That's it. a good one. Like, do the I, I, you're not wrong in that. All, the combination of all three, and you've got so many different flavors of Baileys now. I just like. I think the original goes best with the coffee and the whiskey. I, I though, think right? you're right. I'm just saying that they've got others. Just like having, to me, a coffee and Baileys is top There's notch. Nothing like a really yeah. well made Irish coffee. So, a cheers yeah. to National. Irish Cheers to the day. Irish. Use some Keeper's Heart while yeah. you're doing it today. Or some uh, Limavati or some Tullamore Dew and all Yeah, whatever Irish you stuff. got. But make sure you're using Irish whiskey. But none of that stuff that McGregor sells. Yeah, the proper number 12. Proper 12. It's a great commercial, but... Oh, uh, boy. Proper number 12, Irish oh, whiskey. Drink it and I'll come yeah. beat you like the dog you are. Use an mm, Irish I think, whiskey I think today. nothing on McGregor is probably good if you guys read the read the recent news. Is there more about him? Oh, really? yeah. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. Maybe that's why I haven't seen those commercials anymore. Probably not. <laughs> oh, so he got himself in a wee bit of trouble. Yeah. 
Yeah, a little bit. A little bit of overseas trouble. Oh, boy. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. Nelly. I don't know. Yeah. Nick is in Louisville on ESPN 1000. I love Louisville. What's hey, up, guys. Nick? Oh, that's too bad. I think it's also Chelios' birthday today, too. Whoa, Happy birthday let me check goes that. out is it to Chelios, Chelios then. All right, I'll check I think that. it's Chelios. What is he? Good old... Uh, it is 60 or one. You're right. 67. It is Chelly's birthday today. Happy birthday to Chris Chelly. And he is 61 today. Happy birthday, Chelly. Looks great. Nice. No, I wanted to add on to the the Brett Favre to the Jets uh, trade. Mm-hmm. Um, the reason why he ended up with the Jets, it ended up being a conditional third round pick because of playing time. Oh, so it went to uh, a third rounder. There, okay. Yeah. So there was a poison pill in the in the into the deal that if the Jets turned around and traded him to Minnesota. I think it was any point over a two-year window, mm. um, it would, they'd have to surrender three first-round draft picks. So after year one, the Jets just cut him out right, and that's how he ended up in and Minnesota. And then he ended up in Minnesota. Good recall on that, Nick. Thanks for uh, filling us in on that. Yeah, he spent, uh, he spent the year in, but he only spent one year in Jersey with the Jets. I don't, I don't, you know, So if they couldn't do it within a two-year period, I'm not sure how they danced around that whole thing, or maybe it was... They didn't want him. I don't know. I don't know how. I don't know how they well, finagled all that. Remember what but happened he was toward the, the end. I do remember. I yeah, do. That's when the cell phone picture, the Jen Sturger thing, causing happened. everybody problems. Yeah. Yes. Stop taking pictures of your junk. Yeah, what are you doing that for? Listen, oh, look, we, we, I can take I, a picture I, I, of it. Whoa. I don't think girls like that. Women like that. I, I don't think women. They like don't. It. I, I'm. Yeah. I'd never imagine in, in right. my well, wildest I'm, dreams. I'm going to offer you this: taking a picture of my junk and sending it to you someone. You can't paint with a broad brush. Okay, fair. That's all I'm going to say. Uh, that's true. If you want to say a astounding majority of women don't like that, yeah. there are some women out there that uh, do. Yeah, maybe you know, you're right. They embrace the picture. Okay. Yeah. I guess that's fair. Yeah, but let them ask for it first. Yeah, yeah, I would, yeah, let them yeah, ask for it. Let them ask for it first. Be like, hey. Yeah, like if Thank they you. ask, you're right. That's let them one ask surprise situation. Don't right. voluntarily yeah. start sending a picture of your junk out to everybody. Right. Yeah, let them. That's not yeah. the way it works. Like yeah, if she asks for, for a sexy yeah. picture, okay, but yes. you know, chances are she doesn't want to see that. I mean, yeah. come on. Disgusting. I mean, th- that. Thank you. I think we've handled that situation perfectly. Yeah, you're probably right. Let's yes. just say, as as a as a sex, we are disgusting. We disgusting. are disgusting. Disgusting. Yeah. No one wants to see this. Uh, Lane Bennis just walked in. No one wants to see Wait, this. He's, but he's right. No, 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 it's the right. joke. It's yeah. the yeah. Yeah. joke. A yeah. man's body is... Uh, it's like a Jeep. It's for getting around. Thank it's you. gross. A woman's body was literally created... <laughs> yeah. It's a yes. work of art. Okay. It's a beautiful thing. You guys are going to credit Elaine. I'm going to go a little old school on you. Paul Newman in Slapshot was mm. 100% correct when he was yeah. in bed with, what's his name's wife? Yes. Hanrahan. Hanrahan's right. Hanrahan's yeah. wife. Yeah. Okay, he said it. Yeah. The female body is, the form is beautiful. The male body, uh, yeah. yes. Male body's he said disgusting. it first. Eileen, what's her name? Elaine? Elaine. Elaine stole it from Paul Newman. They might have stolen it from the Slapshot. Yeah. There you go. There's nothing appealing about a man's Come body. On. It's disgusting. So stop. Brett and everybody else. Enough. James is in Gurney. What's going on, James? Hey, boys, real quick, a little verbal reach around for the good kid. Hey, I didn't know that you, what? you're a connoisseur. Whoa. Listen. Here, listen. Nope. A little bit. You're like the Dosecchi's. I'm telling you, he's reporting ex NFL, Johnny Handsome, World Traveler. If Dosecchi's is ever asking for another interesting man of the world, you got my vote. Good kid. You got my vote. James, thank you. Real quick, I know, Justin, let's just be patient. I know. Let let me just, real quick, Justin's intangibles, athleticism, his want to, like the kid's work ethic, all in. 
little bit skeptical about his pocket presence. It has a lot to do with the offensive line and the receivers, but there's still some time clock. So I'm like 88.65% in on Justin. So my point is let's be patient. Let's be patient with the money. Let's get as many draft picks just in case this kid doesn't take it to the next step. We just don't puke all our assets in because we're still a few years away. That's all I wanted to say. Just just be patient and make sure. I think this kid is the answer, but just a couple things that we've even talked about through the years. Even earlier in the year, there's, there's people open. The kid's internal clock, hopefully that will progress with a little bit better line play and, and a little bit more dynamics on the outside. So let's just be patient, diligent, and smart over the next year, especially yeah, we in this moment we are now. Like Yerko says, you got you to gotta know by the end of year three. Got a year to figure it out. Thanks, James. Got a year to figure it out. Yep. My biggest criticism or critique of Justin, and I like him, continues to be an unwillingness at times to throw guys open and throw into tight windows. Can't really take the next step as a quarterback in the NFL if you're not willing to do those things. Hell, it's one thing Brock Purdy's done well. Brock Purdy's not perfect. He's not a finished product. Brock Purdy might never turn out to be much of anything. Maybe it's just that they're catching lightning in a bottle right now. But one thing Brock Purdy has shown an ability or a willingness to do is stand in the pocket and throw the ball into tight windows. The Greg Kittle catch? Yes. He was covered. Yeah, Kyle, somebody Kyle Jusic. Kyle Juszczyk. him. Juszczyk. At the end him. of the line. At the end of the line, they sent the guy in motion. That guy was off the line. Um Jusic was on the line and uh and Kittle was on the line. So what you're talking about is a formation. Is he, right. He's an eligible receiver. That would yeah. have made him ineligible. Ineligible. Yeah. And this video was circulating late in the day, Monday and into Tuesday. Yeah. Uh, I'm surprised it hasn't been talked about more. And has the NFL said anything about it? Like, do they? I don't know that the NFL does a last two minute report like the well, like football or basketball does. Right, but, they do. The losing team gets to send in their complaints about what was missed. The winning and losing team both get to send in their complaints about what was missed. So was that does, was that sent into the league? I, I heard I would, very little I would about it. I assume it was. But if you look at the video, look at the play, and look at the play. This is we're talking about the big play that really changed the game. It was tied at that point, wasn't it? Yes. The play that Kittle made over the middle. It would appear the one he bobbled. Caught that Juszczyk was next to him, outside of him, on the line of scrimmage, which would make you covered, which means you are an ineligible receiver. Yes. Unless we're understanding, no, we're not and understanding he the rule. And he doesn't I, initially go out for a route. He does not. He's in He's in the block. But when the scramble goes, then he starts to run his route. Yes. So it's like, whoa, how does the, how do you miss that? Don't you have a line judge that's responsible for that? Who's well, responsible for those guys on the things? side can't really see it. They can't see it. So no. who's responsible for that? Well, if the umpire was there, the umpire would be able to see it. Or you've got to go all the way to the back judge. Mm. You know, I mean, somebody 85 is ineligible. It sure looks like it. Yeah. Uh, you could find that video online. If you go back and watch it, tell us what you think. Um, it would appear that on that play, which was a key decisive play in that game, <laughs> potentially... George Kittle's an ineligible receiver because he's covered up on the end of the line of scrimmage. And that's what it looked like. Uh, maybe there's a little nuance that we're missing. But anyway, 312-332-3776. We'll continue to take more of your calls. I wanted to spread it around a little and uh, talk about a few other things with you after one, York. We'll get to that. And I also want to talk about uh, the NFL uh, postseason awards and all the finalists. It's Carmen and Yurko. We'll be right back. You're listening to Carmen and Yurko. Listen to us now, live on the ESPN Chicago app. Chicago's home for sports. ESPN Chicago.
Crosstalk a little more than an hour from now with Waddle and Sylvie. A new Crosstalk Unhinged is dropping today on the ESPN Chicago app. Make sure you check that out. We had a lot of fun. Second straight week, we kind of touched on a few movie uh, things, movie items. You know, and Black and Abdallah were talking about it the other day. The uh, Oscar nominations are out. I mean, I, I've never heard of half of the movies. More than half. I, I've almost never heard of any of them. Yeah. Except for Maverick, obviously. That was great. I, I've heard of the new Avatar. I haven't seen it yet. D- did they remake All's Quiet on the Western Front? Uh, yeah. A, I mean, it's from it? the book. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that was all, it's, an, it's an old movie, too. Yeah. I mean, it won the best picture probably 60, 70 years ago in the early days of the Academy Awards. That was uh, an Academy Award winning picture, if I'm not mistaken, about World War I, uh, trench warfare. And so I didn't know they remade that. I mean, I, I haven't heard of a lot of them, guys. And uh, Elvis is terrible. Well, I've heard of Elvis, obviously. I haven't terrible seen movie. I, I heard, Yeah, I heard it wasn't very good. Heard the guy that played Elvis was good. You said that, but I heard the movie's not. Yeah, good. you know guys, he's, he's stuck in Elvis, right? Well, that happens. I like mean, he, D- he, Dustin Hoffman walked around as Rain Man for four yeah. years. He talks like Elvis. Who the hell you doing? Still, yeah. yeah. Al, Al, Pacino, like Al Pacino never started. Stop screaming after Son of a Woman. Yeah, he screamed his way through the rest of his career. Sometimes these character actors fall into, it and that's it. It's over. Uh, I've never seen the Fablements. Don't know everything, everywhere, all at once. Have no never idea. Never heard of it. Very good. It's good. Everything, everywhere, all at once is very good. So you like that one? Wait, wait, I liked it. Which yeah. one is that on? Is that a streaming platform? No, that it's one. It's a movie. Movie. It's a movie. Movie. Yeah. All right. It's by, a movie. Movie. By the way, Jimmy Fallon had finally a funny joke mm. about everything, everywhere, all at once. Mm-hmm. He goes, um, "That's what they call uh, Biden's papers." <laughs> That's where they're finding them. Everything, Boy, everywhere, all at once. Is it just me, or does everybody in the government take classified documents I home? I no mean, is idea. this like when did this? Is I have no <laughs> idea. But but they Jimmy, all just Jimmy Fallon actually made me laugh because somebody played just the highlight of him because I haven't watched any of the night stuff forever in a long time. I, I actually laughed. It was funny. It seems like classified documents aren't wow. really classified, guys. I mean, it just way. seems like everybody takes them. Ah, women talking. Drunk. I'll take it. Yeah, we, we, all, we all take our work home with us. Yeah. Have you seen Women Talking? No. I have not. Triangle of Sadness. Never heard of it. No. Did you guys start getting screeners yet, by the yeah, way? Yeah, we got no. them. Well, I have gotten no screener. No, I got them. Uh, I, be- I believe that if you... I opted out of the physical oh, you copies. Did? And so I got an email with a link to all of them. I have an But op- if you are still getting the physical ones, you might have to wait oh, wow. until they get there. Jeez. I, was, I thought they'd be here by now because we got to vote like in a month. Oh. We're, very, we're in the uh, sag after union. Yeah, it's very you important. I, vote, I have voted in the past. I might not vote because I don't know if I'll watch them all. If I don't see all the pictures that are nominated, I choose not to because I don't think it's fair. Right. Yeah. But in the years where I've watched them all, mm-hmm. I have voted in the past. So yes. you're it's, on like the baseball writers voting for the Hall of Fame. Um, you have integrity. I do, I, do I have a little integrity there? Yeah, if you're acting out, if, yeah. you, if you're saying no, I fair. haven't seen yeah. all of the, I don't the think it's films, fair. I, I don't think it's fair, so I'm opting out. I'll vote for the movies. I won't vote for the TV shows because I don't watch all the TV shows. Well, see, it's, that's a fair way to do yeah. it, I think. If, but uh, he's not, so it's not, the movie's not nominated, but he's nominated. Brendan Fraser in The Whale is, I heard he whale should win. Good. The he's Whale is uh, amazing. Is that's good? a movie. Dude, it's heavy. Yeah, it's, it's like, literally heavy. and figuratively. It's but yes. Is it? Yeah, there's uh He's so good in it. All right, I'll try to watch The Whale, because that's another one that people have said is good. And, and boy, who knew Brendan Fraser, really? 
Good yeah, for he's him. great in it. All right, I'll check that out. I can. Uh, I'm up for that. The whale. I uh, mean, is it about Moby Dick? I don't think so. Kind of. Uh, yeah. Oh, it is. Yeah, a little, kind a little, of. Yeah, actually, yeah, kind yeah. of. Metaphorically, it is. Yeah. 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 Call me Ishmael. Yeah. Uh, Here goes on to something. Here goes on to it. I love it. It's about Moby Dick. Oh, it's a psychological drama. I'm already enticed. Henry is in Sherville on ESPN 1000. What's up, buddy? Hey, guys. Thanks for taking my call. I love your show, as always. Uh, Love that uh, Connor McKnight is uh, shining on the uh, new station. It's awesome to have him on. We love having Connor here. Um, A couple of things. You were talking about the defense Mm -hmm. and how it really needs to be ramped up that front seven. But remember, and I, I scream this into the Twitter verse now and then, and I can't do it right now because I got strep throat. But remember Justin Fields, maybe one of the best quarterbacks we've had in decades. Yeah, You're going to want to make him happy for when his contract comes around. So I think you've got to put almost all your resources into offense to keep him here so he doesn't go diva and end up trying to hold out and get traded somewhere else. If you've got a good line and you've got good receivers, he's not going to want to go somewhere else. Well, Defense, hopefully we can pick up in free agency. But offensive talent, most of the time, that doesn't come available, if I'm not mistaken. Well, you, they've got so much work to do, Henry. I don't know that you can say they need to focus all their attentions on this one area. I just think there's a lot of work to be done, and it's going to maybe and, take a couple of off seasons. Right, and since you have a quarterback and you're not going to draft a quarterback, having that first pick, if you're not going to go defense, you're not going quarterback. So no. you, you might want to get out of Dodge a little bit and trade down if you can, but you got to have a dance partner. You do. Can't do it by yourself. And I still think they're going to walk away with one of those two defensive players. Um, I could. Who knows how this will shake out over the coming months. Yurko always talks about free agency being an, an important part of this. It is. It happens first, and rightfully so. Maybe they get a three technique into Ron Payne in free agency, and Carter is no longer as much of an issue, and they turn their attention to Will Anderson. I, you don't know how this is going to play out over the next couple of months. I think I'd be surprised, though, if they walked out of the April draft without one of those two defensive players. And they, yes, uh, to your point, Henry, they still need a lot of they need a lot of help on offense too. When you're a three win team and you're picking yeah. first, you probably you need, need a lot of a, <laughs> you, you need help. You need a lot of things, and uh, that's just the boat they're in right now. I, I wouldn't worry about Fields' contract too much. He's very controllable right now. He's only going into his third year. Yep. Uh, if they like him. And if he's good, they've got the fifth-year option. You've got the franchise tag after that. I mean, they've got a little time. This is the this is what you want to be. This is the position in which you want to be in the NFL. You want that rookie contract for the quarterback. And they've got that, and now you've got to fix the rest of your team. And they're going to have to spend these next two offseasons doing that. 312-332-3776. More of your phone calls coming up. NFL award finalists. Bulls collapse in Indiana yesterday. All that's coming up. We're back in two minutes.